From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome to the Anxiety Project Podcast. This episode is number 93. I am Brad Robinson. Today, I'm talking about the first step in the recovery journey. And I'm going to refer to Russell Brand's book, Recovery, because I think this book is so powerful and it applies to everybody. As you may or may not know, Russell Brand, he went through the recovery process to overcome his many addictions, including alcohol, drugs, sex, and he now is in such a better place in his life, starting a family, uh, helping other people overcome their addictions. He's very spiritual, and so he provided a lot of, and still provides me with a lot of value in my life. He's one of my role models. And so I want to talk about his book and why his book applies to everybody, because we all have these underlying addictions, unconscious addictions that drive us down a road that is not going to leave us fulfilled. It's not going to provide the meaning that we really unconsciously want in our life. And so these little addictions, and they're actually not little, these are big addictions that we just, they're unconscious that we just don't seem, it just, to us, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it actually is a big deal. Social media addictions, uh, YouTube addictions. Um, there's addictions of binging Netflix and too much Netflix, uh, junk food, sugar, caffeine. And then we have drug addictions. We have sex addictions, porn addictions, and alcohol addictions. And these addictions help us feel good for the the moment but they have their consequences and so when i was going through my anxiety recovery i had to come to the realization that i had these underlying addictions that were leading me down a bad road i was acting out and i was dependent on these band-aids just to feel good for the moment because I had a lot of addictions that I didn't even know I, I had. And so they left me feeling good for the moment, but they had their consequences. So that's what this podcast is about today. And so step one in his book is we admitted that we were powerless over our addiction, that our lives have become unmanageable. Now, in my anxiety recovery program, my first step is the same, but worded differently. And it's take responsibility. Take responsibility. Now, what this means is 
we have to come to the realization that we're completely flawed, that we've, we've caused the chaos in our lives. When I found the answers from other coaches online as to why I was feeling the way I was, I came to the realization I was to blame for where I ended up. That this isn't a real physical illness because I was in this unknown, unknown territory. I had no idea what was going on. I was going to the doctors continuously and I felt like I was just unhealthy, that I was going to die and that I was going to die of a specific illness. So I became highly sensitized to my health and then finding these coaches online who talk about the exact same thing that I was going through, I came to the realization that, oh, I can see now that the doctors have been telling me I'm healthy and and the coaches that I'm looking up to or, or trying to find the answers from are telling me that, you know, anxiety can cause all of these certain sensations and 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 are you doing these habits that are supporting your anxious identity that just blew up it, uh, like my narrow perspective widened i started to say oh you know my anxiety can be causing this that makes sense because i've gotten myself checked out so many times these coaches are saying to me, you know, anxiety can cause these wide range of sensations and symptoms that, and, and, and they're actually speaking in a way where I can just relate to them directly because everything that they went through match what exactly what I'm going through. So it, my mind just blew up, right? And I came to this huge realization and that was the beginning step of my recovery and i used to blame other people i used to blame the world when things got too chaotic in my life i used to blame everybody you know oh this is just the way it is you know the world's out to get me i'm always going to attract negative things i'm always going to be unhealthy and so these strong pillars, these strong beliefs were built up under me for such a long time because I was practicing this way of thinking, this way of behaving for such a long time. I was self-centered. It was all about my needs, my wants, and finding out online that it wasn't a real physical illness, that it is caused by anxiety, all of these sensations, my perspective completely shifted. I see so many people who continue to live in this unconscious misery. I see it all the time. Even though their life has gotten so beyond them and they continue to engage in destructive habits, they are living in this unconscious state and they continue to live it 
I always think when I see these people, how bad does your life need to get in order to realize the harm you are causing for yourself? How bad does it need to get? For me, it got so bad, I was in the the darkest hole I've ever been in my whole life. I reached rock bottom. I couldn't even get up in the morning. I was severely dependent on my loved ones for reassurance. I wanted them to be around me just to you know, just to make sure that I wouldn't just die all of a sudden. It was so bad. So I reached rock bottom and then I went online and I found these people who went through anxiety and have overcame it. Our bodies signal to us that there is something wrong. It was signaling to me that things needed to be addressed. Things needed to be resolved. And I needed to heal. And when I was suffering from health anxiety, I had a wide range of bodily sensations and also flashbacks of past traumatic moments. And I even had night terrors. Like the the universe was basically saying, your life is chaotic. There's things under the under the surface that you need to sort out. Your life has gotten too chaotic. You need to do something about it. But like most health anxiety sufferers, I push that down, repress it, and then I go to the Band-Aids, right? So my body was signaling, signaling to me that everything in my life has gotten beyond me. And when I found these coaches and they related to my story, my perspective changed. And then I moved from a state of unknown unknown to the known unknown. Now, what this means is a health anxiety sufferer gets to a state of unknown unknown where they go to the doctors. The doctor says, you know, you're healthy. And then you continue to go because you don't believe them and because you still feel the wide range of bodily sensations. So you continue to go and and you're and that person's just in this limbo, this state of unknown, unknown chaos, right? Because they have no idea what's going on. The doctors, you know, don't know what is going on. They they're telling me that I'm healthy, that all my tests are good, but I feel, oh, I felt when I was in that unknown unknown that this, whatever was going on was unique only to me, but I didn't know what was going on. I was just in this limbo. But when I found those coaches and the people that related to what I was going through, I moved from a state of unknown unknown, not understanding what exactly is going on to known unknown. And known unknown is when you realize, oh, it's anxiety, so it's known. Anxiety is common. Millions of people are going through this and have gone through this. It's common. There's a way to overcome this, so it's known. But it's also unknown to me because I don't know the recovery process. I don't know, you know, 
the 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 path forward is still unknown because I haven't gone through anxiety recovery before. So this is something new. This is something unknown, but at least I know it's anxiety that's causing how I'm feeling. It's anxiety, it's past trauma, it's a bunch of things. My life has gotten so beyond me and that's known unknown. And a lot of people come to me and say, Brad, you know, when when I discovered your channel, when I discovered your podcast, I moved from this unknown unknown to the known unknown. I finally understood, oh, it's anxiety. You know, so many years I was struggling trying to figure out what exactly is going on, but now I know it's anxiety. And then they start the recovery process. And so my actions for a long period of time has been leading me down a path of destruction, bitterness, resentfulness, shame, guilt, and chaos. For so long, I used band-aids to cope with the pain. I had no idea that my daily patterns were keeping me stuck in this chaotic, anxious state. I became so dependent on things to suppress the pain of my flawed character. These band-aids provided me with the momentary pleasure, the instant gratification, but they were ultimately keeping me down in this hole that I dug. And Russell Brand lays out the cycle of addiction, where, and I'm going to talk about that right now. So the cycle of addiction is, number one, pain. Pain. Number two, using an addictive agent like alcohol, food, sex, work, dependent relationships to soothe and distract. Number three, temporary anesthesia or distraction. Number four, consequences. Number five, shame and guilt leading to pain or low self-esteem. Eckhart Tolle says, Addiction starts with pain and ends with pain. So for me, I had a lot of pain. I had a lot of underlying fears. I was very dependent, but I was using a lot of addictive agents like food, weed, sometimes alcohol, uh, sitting in front of the television, just lying in bed, right? Just not wanting to get up. I, I used a lot of things to just temporarily feel, make myself feel good. But overall, it was just keeping me in this anxious identity. Now, I want to read a passage from Russell Brand's book. And this pertains to step one. Step one invites us to admit that we are using some external thing, a relationship, a drug, or behavior 
as the power that makes our life livable. It asks if this technique is making our life difficult. By admitting we are powerless over whatever it is, we are saying we need a new power, that this current source of power is more trouble than it's worth. I have made this admission many times and I make it still each day. It began with with the admission that I was powerless over drugs and alcohol. They were the most obvious and troublesome power sources that I was using. The unmanageability here meant the negative consequences in my life were stacking up. And importantly, once I start to drink and drugs, I don't know when or if I will stop. The very act of drinking or using sets me on a course that I am unable or reliably arrest. It is admittedly more subtle when applied to pornography and overeating, but it is still clear that I have to structure my thinking around these behaviors and that the structure can't be based on compulsive behavior. Really powerful. And it applied to me. All of the underlying addictions were pulling me like a puppet and I had no control over them. I had to come to this realization and, and, and like he says in step one, admitting to yourself that you are powerless, that you're a puppet to these things. And so that was something that I had to come in to terms with. And so admitting to myself I'm flawed, that I caused the destruction that has led me down this path. You know, it was hard. I, I cried. This truth emerged from inside me. Facing that truth, it was painful. And that's why a lot of people don't want to face it. But I felt this real feeling come forth. It was real. Instead of hiding from it, using other things and to to put, you know, putting the band-aids on this real truthful feeling, I would face that feeling. I would face my flaws. And it felt like my true self came forth. And now I've set an aim. I've, I've set a goal. And I put time on my side. I used to be the guy who wanted things now, at this very moment. I had no patience. But I decided to spend the next three months to recover from anxiety. I was tired of living this way and no wonder, my anxiety system was burning resources like mad every day. I was exhausted every day. And every day was a climb uphill, but I would avoid that climb as much as possible and just use all of these band-aids to suppress my anxiety as much as, the, as much as I could. But now, since I set a goal and aim, I have role models to look up to. I decided, you know what, the next three months, I'm going to take my time 
but I'm also going to dedicate each and every day to recover. And so I, I began. And then I asked myself some powerful questions. What would my life be like a year from now if I don't change? Then I asked myself, what will my life be like when I actually do change? If I continue to live with this anxiety, is it possible that a real physical illness will come because of it? How will my relationships turn out if I don't change? What will my relationships be like once I change? Why do I really want to change? Am I willing to do whatever it takes to heal? And so I want you to re-listen to this podcast, write these questions out for yourself, and I want you to really answer them. And take as much time as you need Write out the answers to these questions because these questions are going to light that fire under you. You want to attach pain to not changing and you want to attach a lot of pleasure to change. You know, that aim that you've now set for yourself, what does that look like? The new you. And so a lot of pleasure is now attached to that image of that new you. And so that's going to keep moving you forward. You want to you want to have as much anxiety behind you moving you forward towards that aim. And so now you're going to stumble forward. You're going to you know, you're going to have a lot of setbacks. You're new. You're now a student of anxiety. You're not going to be great at it. You're going to be a fool. But the fool always becomes the master. You have to start somewhere. A lot of people don't want to start by being the fool. But in any situation, you have to be. If you want to start martial arts, you're going to be so bad at it. If you want to learn the violin, you're going to be so bad at it. So you just got to start. But you know, you got to recognize the reasons why you really want to change. You know, I don't want to live like this a year from now. I might not be with my partner a year from now. They, they, they just can't stand to be around me. I'm just too dependent. And so I want to change because when I do change, I'm going to be this independent, strong, reliable, calm person, the person that I've always wanted to become. And so I was powerless over my anxiety. The more I tried to control it, the worse my anxiety became. Admitting I was powerless was a massive step. I was facing the truth. I admitted I needed help. And I admitted that to myself. You know, coming to that realization that I need help and I need to do whatever I can to help myself. It's all about starting from square one. Starting out as the fool. You know, you're going, you're going to stumble forward and you're going to feel like you've had a lot of setbacks. But the truth is, 
that setback is going to be further along down the path than the person that you were before. So there's going to be quite a difference from a week to a month. You know, you might, a month into recovery, you might have some setbacks and you might feel like it's not working, but the truth is you're further down the path toward that aim than you were a month ago, staying in that anxious identity. And so now I had an aim. I began to stumble forward and I was further down the path each and every day one step at a time than I was when I was at rock bottom. And that's where I'm going to leave you on this podcast episode. Thank you for being here with me today. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. And lastly, remember, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's powerful anxiety recovery program is available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. What are you waiting for? Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.